It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Well, hello, everyone. This is Gwen Singletary. It's another Monday. It's the beginning of the week. It's time to go out and be great. We have five more work days to be great, and we want to start us off with a bang today. Um, we have a great guest for us. And if you remember, the month of June, we're going to be talking about passion, profit, purpose, and profits. And we talk about the passion in terms of emotional peace, what drives you, to keeps you going. The passion, what you feel connected to, what helps motivate you to do something in this world, and then the profits that you receive. And we always emphasize profits can be money, and that's a very good thing it should be. But profits also could be helping your community, helping your family, or building the kingdom. Okay, so we got had some great people on so far this month, and this day is no exception. We have a Mrs. Deneen Weathersby, and she is the co-founder of Mag Spaces and Mag Ventures in Kansas City, Kansas. And that's kind of interesting. I had two Kansas City people back to back, so but that's another whole story. We're gonna delve into this whole thing about her look on business and what drives her and her model in terms of how she does business. Deneen? Yes, good evening. Good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I told them a little bit about your co-founder of Mag Spaces. I have been there. It's very impressive. Now, when you go and talk about what Mag Space is all about, you say we are built, we are better together. That's how you start this whole process off. We are better together. Let us help you find pathways, options, and opportunities faster. So that point there is better and faster. Those are key words in the business arena. Um, you talk about um, your thing is our passion is helping people, businesses, and communities to do better, faster. So those are key words he's coming through. Everything I read about your organization and things I've learned by being around you is better, faster, and it's going to be something we do together. So tell me a little bit about the Mag Spaces per se, Mag Ventures, and then let me know, a little, we will talk a little bit more then about how you got to this point. So tell us what Mag Spaces is first, then we're going to talk a little bit more about what brought you to this, 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 this um, visionary idea, how you do business. Okay, great. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, Mag Spaces is a management assistance group that helps people um, in two ways. One, we have to do better by learning and being equipped with relevant knowledge and information at the right time. So it's a business training and acceleration system. But rather than just working on a theory, we, you have to have a business that you're working on the theories in. Um, so we don't... Um, you're more, we're, we're more helping giving you a, a pull-up rather than a start-up. Uh, if you went through the process of getting started and you're, you know, well on your way with um, activating your business in some method or form, you have to have made that first big step in order to um, come through our doors. But when you do come through our doors, it's the safe place and space to uh, dream, plan, and do. I like it. Dream, plan, and do. So you have the thought process first, and you realize there are steps to get there. You know, so you're not telling people, oh, just come in here, we're going to make it perfectly tomorrow. It's the process to get there, and then you just do it. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. And we're located we're located in the heart of one of the most vulnerable communities in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, uh, there's two Kansas cities, one that really literally right across the street from each other, Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas. We're on the Missouri side, home of the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, um, although everybody tries to get a little credit for that. <laughs> but um, intentionally located in a vulnerable community um, because access to appropriate information during the time of the global crisis, we started in, in and because of the crisis. Um, this this was a scary time for everybody, and it was probably one of the most equal opportunity situations that ever happened on the planet. It happened to everybody at the same time. And mm. so understanding the challenges of just the, the, the lack of equality and injustices, and, you know, it's harder for uh, businesses from vulnerable commit, uh, communities or people of color or whatnot, we knew that it was going to be exceptionally harder for us to survive before we could think about thriving. Uh, mm-hmm. So we wanted to have that place where you can kind of just breathe a little bit and know that you're not alone, that there are there's help available for you um, to help you migrate through your better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, I like that terminology. I'm a, I'm a term person. I'm an advertising marketing person. You said vulnerable communities. And I like that opposed to underserved or neglected or whatever. I like that vulnerable uh, communities where you know there is a need there. And while you just said that everything, you know, it, the, the pandemic and all sort of lay, sort of level the playing field to some extent because everyone was in a situation not knowing what to do. Um, but we still in those vulnerable communities still needed more resources and different ways of resources to get back faster, take advantage of this, this, this pace and time for such a time as this. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. So tell, tell me a little about your background, how you got, I want to know about you and how you start thinking the way you're thinking, and then we'll go some more back into Max spaces about what all, all, all other things you do. Okay. Um, you know, my, my story is, a, is a, an eclectic one, um, but I'm, I'm super proud of the miles that I have on me because mm-hmm. it let me see the uh, depths of um, capitalistic capitalism with no pulse or heart or uh, sympathy for anything. And it also let me see um, in some of my more catastrophic losses and situations what happens when you're on your way down and when you're all the way down. Mm-hmm. And so because we had to actually walk among great wealth and also walk along great poverty, um, your vantage point in your thought pattern and mindset about wealth and, and sharing of it and the tool of money and that sort of thing, it changes. So okay. I have had um, uh, several, I have never had a job. I don't personally believe in jobs. I believe in businesses. And so I always wanted to own my own business. And so I've always done that. And and my business life has been very responsive either to a situation or an opportunity. In the initial parts, I was a single mother for a while, so it was because of a situation that I needed to make enough money to be able to keep my son on a standard, certain standard of life that I thought we needed. So that I couldn't get that at, at, with a J-O-B. Um, so I was like, okay, well, let's start a business doing some things. And, you know, the premise of good business is, is find a problem and fix it or find a demand and fill it. Well, at that time, there were a lot of opportunities in the construction space 
for minority contractors and this and that and the other thing. They call them disadvantaged business enterprises. And that is a term I've longed to uh, loathe because the disadvantage was created by a system that was designed not to be inclusive. So am okay. I disadvantaged or was I purposefully set out to have to jump through a hamster wheel of hoops to get there? Go ahead there? and preach. Um, so um, part of my uh, angelic disruption that started almost accidentally was because of those systems where you had to sign and certify that you were disadvantaged. And and I could not make myself sign that paperwork. I couldn't I couldn't do it, you know, Um and I'm like, no, your disadvantage is not having the opportunity to work with me, not my disadvantage trying to prove to you that I'm a person of color and that I can do this opportunity just as well as a white counterpart. So it was amazing to me, even back in the 80s where, um, now I'm dating myself, but even back in the um, uh, late 80s where a majority organization didn't have to certify anything about themselves, you know, and and here um, – Vulnerable groups had to, you know, get proctological about who you are and what you are and that you're really you. You can look at me and see I'm black. Now, I know there was all kinds of reasons that they wanted to make sure it wasn't front companies and this and that and the other thing, but it became a system that is like a hamster wheel. And so I have always wanted to dismantle that system, didn't know how I was going to do it, and it just came about with different opportunities that I had that I was able to, you know, kind of chip at the system. And if nothing else, even with my roles that I had as a consultant or an advisor or what have you, I was able to kind of level the playing field without using a lot of the bureaucracy that people who um, were good at what they do, whether they were black, white, or otherwise, they were good and it was the best value and they had some compassionate capitalism to it. And so I've been in the oil and gas business. I've been in community and economic development. I've been in the human resources business. I've been a motivational speaker and consultant. Um, uh, the work that I did um, in real estate development and community and economic development spans in you know, the United Kingdom, Africa, uh, Native American Indian country and in, in uh, many communities in the United States. You know, I know a lot yeah. of people are going to say, wow, you know, um, mm, I'm not sure. She has so much of a background. How am I going to possibly do that? So you're going to tell them that how you can come into Max Space and use your business model and be successful in terms of what they, they're interested in. Your passion has given you to provide and to your point, provide uh, a service, taking care of a need that small businesses have. Correct. And so um, my, my, my co-founder here, he's been absolutely traditional with his path. And so it makes right. an absolutely wonderful combination with him coming from uh, corporate America and then uh, leaving corporate America and getting into the manufacturing industry and uh, uh, plastic injection molding and product assembly and that sort of thing. So we make an absolute wonderful compliment to each other. You know, um, he's definitely, you know, in the box toward the edges, and I'm definitely out of the box. So there's not too much of anything that is difficult for us to understand the process um, Mm -hmm. of getting to um, surviving in this season and then thriving. Okay. Now, when you talk about your website, we talk about we see better people, better workforce, you said better economic options. Those are three things mm-hmm. you've got to fo- focus on. Talk a little bit about that. 
Well, the one thing that we uh, sincerely advocate on is the first person or the first uh, part of your brand or your message or your uh, motivation is you. So Mm -hmm. we have to get the the you part in the right mindset to do excellent in business. And so we spend a lot of time helping people to understand their why. Why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. who are you? Who are you really? You know, we even. Hey, have you been listening to my podcast before? What? That sounds like me. Right, 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 right. (laughs) You're absolutely right. You know, we always take pages out of a good book, right? So there's not a whole lot new under the sun. So our first order of business, because of our, the miles that we have on us and our journeys, we were able to take thought leadership from good people, good things, good outcomes, great things from around the world and curate them. You know, when you're in trouble, you don't have time to go and do all of the research and everything that you need to do to find the best strategy or what have you. So we're able to compress that time frame so the faster, you know, because of the crisis that the globe found itself in, we had to get to a faster way to solve problems in a bigger manner and a a bigger impact. Um, So in doing that, you know, we created a process to work with that has three divisions to it. What is your real vision? You know, mm-hmm. um, and if it's just to make money, okay, then you go work at McDonald's. You know, so we we get deeper mm-hmm. than that. There's got to be a, a dimension to it that's not just linear that I'm here to make money. Doing what? Right. Serving who? Right. You know, um, mm-hmm. and do people want that? You know, and how many people mm-hmm. want that? And what are you worth for doing that? And so, um, and then the, the strategy, and the strategy is, is before the plan, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, people get a lot of the, they get strategy and planning mixed up, and then we put strategic, mm-hmm. strategic planning together. And when you're mm-hmm. in a volatile, uncertain, you know, complicated, ambiguous environment like we're in right now, you can't do a, a detailed, here's a 52-point plan, and this is step one, step two, step three, and expect a certain outcome because there's so much uncertainty right now. Well, mm-hmm. a strategy is agile. Right, mm-hmm. so your strategy can move with the situation. Well, if this happens, I'm going to do this, this, and this. If that happens, I'm going to do this, that. If this isn't as big as we thought it was, or what if we had a flood like they had in Texas? What if we had, you know, a power outage? What if it's 99,000 mm-hmm. degrees for six weeks in a row, mm-hmm. like it's been here lately? You know, how mm-hmm. do I pivot to be able to make things work efficiently and effectively? And then right. there's a capital need for it. Before the pandemic we had barriers to access to capital. We still have those same, nothing happened in the pandemic that changed that. We still have those barriers, except for now, it's very difficult to say they don't exist. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what we believed is not only is there a problem, there needs to be a pathway to correct that problem. And we use two metaphors to deal with that. We use a hamster wheel and we use a pacifier. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the hamster wheel in our estimation is all of those certification programs and what you got to do and the 8A stuff and this and that. That's just a hamster wheel. That stuff costs money. It takes time. And you're not guaranteed to get anything out of it at the end of the day. Where is the end of right. that? It's like a hamster mm-hmm. wheel. Well, what if I'm not a hamster when I come in there? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ever fit in a hamster wheel because it wasn't designed for everybody. It was a one-size-fits-all mm-hmm way to segregate who gets what when. 
Mm-hmm. And and so the other thing we saw, we saw pacifiers. We saw organizations that were saying, you know what, I'm going to contribute $5 billion to the whole minority thing and the Black Lives Matter and this and that and the other thing, but you got to go through my hamster wheel to get that. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're not a hamster and the hamster wheel never worked for you before, for sure it's going to work for you now. Right? So that's, the that's disruption, it. the disruption of people like the former Mrs. Bezos, She's doing some things to show people, you know what, they don't have to jump through all of those hoops. It doesn't have to take six months. If you want to help somebody, help them. We had a, a program that we're aiming at banks. You know, they said, well, we're regulated. We can't do this, that, or the other thing. Well, you may not within the regulated portions of your business, but your profits aren't regulated. So what if we, instead of closing everything on Martin Luther King Day, what if we left everything open and took the profits from those banks and put those in a fund that would help with vulnerable communities? You hey, know, what it, if Juneteenth Day took 19% of your profits for a given period in time or for one day of the Christmas season and put that in a fund that's not regulated so we can help good people do good things who may not fit on your hamster wheel? So that's I told you guys it was – I told you guys it was going to be impactful. I told you she, she's a fireball. I got to take a break right now. Dee, we're coming right back and we'll talk some more about what you're talking about. So let's take this break. We'll be back. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash renews your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness for instantly softer, smoother skin you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Dull skin? Swipe it away. New Garnier Brightening Meister Water, now with vitamin C. My soles work like a magnet. In one swipe, gently cleanse, remove makeup, and brighten. New Micellar Water with vitamin C by Garnier, naturally. We're back, we're back with Miss uh, Deneen Weatherspeed, co-founder of Mag Spaces and Mag Ventures, and we're talking about uh, her company and how we, how she had come up with her philosophy of how they're going to do business. It's all about compassionate capitalism, which is something people don't put together, compassion and capitalism. It's like capitalism being uh, bottom line, making money, hard-hitting, so sorry if you have to get stumbled in the mix. So sorry if you know you know you lost out in the trade. Compassion happened that way. Business and compassion never come, come together. But she has a motto and a plan of action where they're actually helping businesses, and it's all about capitalism, understanding. But I'm talking to her. She's talking about doing the work. You've got to do the work that we talked about before. You've got to have your why. You have to understand what a strategy is over a tactic. We talked about that. Because your strategies are agile. You can make adjustments to them. The tactics are the ones that you are the actual um, how to do it what media buy and things of that nature. So she's going to give us a little bit more information on her compassionate capitalism and how she got this. So, Dazine, I'm going to turn it back over to you. All righty now. And so, um, you know, and I'm very excited about this, and thank you for this forum for sharing, Gwen. What you do is so impactful with the, one of the first principles that we absolutely believe in, and that's sharing information, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, with with the history and the things behind black people getting here, one of the things they didn't want us to do was to know how to read, you know. Amen. And so reading is fundamental. But, but let me stop you here a minute, Janine. Let me say something about that. We are the only culture, not only did not want us to read, it was illegal to teach us to read. Now, that's huge. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I want you to read, but it was actually illegal for a black person to read. We're the only culture that had to go through that. Right, right. So those sort of stigmas and things kind of stick with us to this day. So they have mm-hmm. their programs and methodologies and ways and things that we need to know about that are hidden in something that's been written somewhere. And so right. when we get to, when we start talking about compassionate capitalism, you know, capitalists say, well, where am I going to get the money from? Well, we got to see the money behind the money. So part of what we mean by the money behind the money, if you make your profit or if you make a living by anything that we purchase, anything that we need, anything in our ecosystem as a consumer, you have a responsibility to help bridge the gaps in those communities. If you want to have a soul or heart to your brand, so if you yes. want to create brand loyalty, that brand needs to touch me in an authentic way. What do we mean by authentic? Things that I can measure and count, mm-hmm. right? I can measure right. certain things that you do or don't do or compliment or what have you, and I can count money. You know, mm-hmm. so right now when we talk about inclusion and diversity, we say, well, I'm going to hire an inclusion and diversity manager, and I got a person of color that's going to run this division. Mm-hmm. What is that? You know, I mean, that's a pacifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. a nice pacifier, but until I change the mindset of how I spend the money, how I spend the money and how I do what I do with the money, I'm not changing anything. I'm not making equality in the strategy that's created to deal with the issues of vulnerability and inequality. So exactly. if you really want a solution, if you really want to have involvement of everyone in a fair and equitable manner. I need to be at the table when you're deciding what that looks like. You never asked exactly. me what success looks like for me. You, you yeah. never asked me how can I improve my systems to make it more <laughs> user-friendly, not just from how I make more off of you, but how do we make this more inclusive? If you really exactly. want it more than just sound bites. Exactly. So tell me to that point. You know, I I love what you're saying. I think it's fresh. I think it's a great business model. I'm so happy that the passion is there. Um, I love this passion, purpose, and purpose is profit. It's so great for us to have this on there. Tell me about what I can expect when I come to Max Spaces. If I go on your, on your website, you see all these great words you have here about being better. You talk about together. You talk about faster. You talk about better, bigger. All the big B words: bigger, better, faster, building. All those good adjectives, the pathways, the strategies, or whatever. What should I expect? I go online, I see this stuff, it sounds right to me. I fill out an application, I fill out a little form here to get a reply, or I call into your office. Um, and by the way, if you could call in, if you have a question for us, call us in at 515-602-9767. Once again, 515-602-9767 to the name. But in the interim of that, if I, I saw all this great stuff in the rest, what do I expect when I come into your office, I get into your portal, I come into your, how do you work with me? Okay. Well, you know, this is another um, agile development. We put a website up because everybody, that's a box you need to have so people can find you, try to explain what you do. But we operated for months on 100% referrals. You know, okay. um, a, bank, a banker called us and said, you know, this is a good guy. His company needs some help. You know, usually somebody refers us to somebody. We don't do a lot of outbound, you know, come see us or whatever, you know, a lot of referrals. 
uh, from people right. who have some compassion that are helping somebody with their dream that's gone awry. Mm-hmm. But right. when we do meet you, we have a process. Everybody who sleeps has a dream, right? Mm-hmm. But when you wake up, you mm-hmm. can't stay in dream state forever. That's called a coma, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what you have to do is if you're ready to get up and start activating the dream and you can articulate it in a way that our team can understand, anybody and everybody that finds us and walks through that door is zero cost. We help them to um, articulate and visualize what their dream is and what kind of impact that could have. And then some people are just dreaming. You know, we just got to gently wake them up and say, you know what, let's go on and have a good meal and try to have another dream because that one, you know, it's either, you know, you're not ready for that right now for whatever reason. But we don't say no. We say not now or not this way. You know, so if right. you have a dream and you walk in here and you want to build a spaceship, okay, well, have you done an origami kite yet? You know, what's your engineering degree? Where are you going to get, you know, so we try to base it in authenticity, you know, Mm -hmm. about capacity, you know, Mm -hmm. um, about capability. And then we Mm -hmm. can start talking. If those things are present, um, Mm -hmm. then we can start talking about what does the capital look like. And so Mm -hmm. I um, am unapologetically a for-profit compassionate capitalist. So Mm -hmm. our services do require some method of exchange, and that Mm -hmm. method of exchange, if it's a high potential situation, you know, we may take um, an equity position in it and contribute our work and perhaps even a few dollars to helping you get it to the next level. Um, Mm -hmm. If it is something that, you know what, it's a good idea, but it's pretty much a commodity and this and that and the other thing, we have resources mm-hmm. and relationships that, okay, you can go work for them second shift so you can keep your family fed, missing that and the other thing, and have a few dollars to pay us. Um, mm-hmm. So we help you find a way if you want to make a way. But you mm-hmm. have to walk that path that we help design for you. So we eliminate. We have a zero tolerance for excuses around here. We understand that hiccups and things happen, but it's, it's your dream. I can't dream your dream for you. It's your dream. If you're not serious. Don't call. Yeah. You're not serious. Don't call it mag spaces. You have to be serious, willing to do the work, and put some skin in the game and some finance in the game. That's for right. Them That's to right. Help to, explore, to help them explore the, what they can do for you in their creative ways of making things happen. I think this is what certain people need. I can't tell you enough about the wheel. You said that I, I resonated because I first started my business. That's how I started. I was going at trying to get certified this and certified that, and that costs money. That takes time. And to your point, it never really panned out for me. Um, I'm not saying some people it did. Some few people that got on that bag wagon early, in some instances, they were, they were very, they did very successful. But for a lot of other people, it hadn't been. So that's fine if that path works for you. But if it doesn't, then here's another path you can take um, that can help you reach your goal and get your dream in action, and you learning through this whole process, if I'm understanding right, talking about how people should consider when they start making profits, how they can help others or bring others along. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest, this is exactly right. And then where is your social responsibility and accountability embedded in your process? Because mm-hmm. good people help good people, good people hire good people, you know, um, people from communities that are compassionate want to hire other people who will give back. So you start um, a circle about the dignity of work and the dignity of making a contribution. The biggest Mm -hmm. black-on-black crime we have right now is not spending with each other. 
And then when we do mm-hmm. have people of color that get in positions to change systems that never were designed to work for us, somehow mm-hmm. they don't feel that way. They forget about the struggle. They forget about the capacity building that's needed. So right mm-hmm. now you can put a 75% minority business participation requirement on every single contract on the planet. We don't have enough able-bodied, able, um, they're financeable, but they're not finance-ready groups mm-hmm. that can participate in that because mm-hmm. we've got to pay the price. We've got to invest in ourselves so our currency becomes something more than our vulnerability. Right now, our biggest Absolutely. currency is what we don't have. We talk about that. All mm-hmm. We talk about black on black crime. Okay, then stop killing each other. And I don't want to mm-hmm. say make it sound so super simple, but the crime started at an economic level. Mm-hmm. The crime didn't, this is a result that these are symptoms of an economic problem. And mm-hmm. so the value of life has diminished because the value of my life, because the contributions I'm not able to make, there's no hope. So my life doesn't have the same value proposition for me you know so yeah so this isn't a a one-stop shop it doesn't fit everybody you know Mm -hmm. it it just doesn't and we're okay with that Mm -hmm. there's programs that are out there that are free okay Mm -hmm. we're okay with that we also believe you get what you pay for you know so um there is an exchange that must happen you have to plant a seed in order to expect a plant to grow You know, so Mm -hmm. why would you want somebody to help you with your life's dream for your family or for your community and to do that with the grant? Everybody wants to start a nonprofit. Well, nonprofit, you don't build wealth with a nonprofit. It is no profits that you can control yourself what happens with them, even though they're the place in the world. And most most successful young nonprofits have a for-profit business with them, the successful ones, Mm -hmm. the big ones. Yeah, but there's mm-hmm. some other way that's, motor, that's paying for those bills besides just grants and donations. You have another right. source of business, whether it's a store, like uh, was it uh, uh, Salvation Army or whatever, or Goodwill, whether it's a store or whatever, they have other for-profit ways to keep that nonprofit going. Mm-hmm. People forget that piece, you know, so that's, that's, that's huge uh, on that. But listen, we're coming to the end of our time. Deneen, let's tell everybody how to contact you, number, email address, where you're on the website, social media, tell everybody how they can reach out and, meet you and, and connect with you if they wanted to. Okay. Um, they can always call our office um, at 816-398-7MAG, 398-7624. So um, I think that's it. Um, and then our website is www.magmagspacesKC.com. We're also on okay. Facebook. We're on LinkedIn, you know, um, and uh, we'd be more than willing to reach out and just have a conversation with you as a community, a neighborhood group, a family group, or a small business. Well, I would like you to come back and give us some progress. I mean, I think in another few months, you want to hear back. I know you've been in this process. It was uh, designed to help through uh, this crisis in such a time as this. It's perfect. I've actually been to your office space. It is actually beautiful uh, in the middle of a interesting neighborhood. It's actually very beautiful where it's laid out in there. And uh, some of the things I know you're doing with other people in the community, as well as politicians to the government, is very, very impressive. So I want you to be able to come back to us and share some more things about um, what you're doing in Meg's spaces and get that idea out there more about this compassionate capitalism. One more time, Denise, tell everybody how to get, they can catch you. Phone number and website, email. 816 
398-7624. And then it's www.magfacescasey.com. That is great. That is great. Well, listen, we're going to, our time is just about up, but I want to tell you before I get the phone, follow us, Growing in Greatness. You can hear this podcast, again, on Spotify, um, iHeart. Uh, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Growing in Greatness. And we're just so thankful, Denise, for having you on our show today. And we will promise you, we have you, yes, we want you definitely to come back, perhaps your partner next time. We can talk about some things, maybe talk about some, um, I would love to have some case studies. If you were able to bring up some case studies, it would be great so people can see how this thing mm-hmm. really works. So I really do mm-hmm. appreciate you coming on the show. That's it for today, guys. It's Monday. Go out and be great. Thank you. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m., Right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, greatness, greatness.